Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. I had the most amazing experience while working with a horse named Sam. I received a call from a friend who had taken him in as a boarder at her stables. Corey and her mother Dorothy are owners of Phoenix Rising Stables in Harvey's Lake, Pennsylvania. They had taken Sam in just two weeks before calling me. When I received the call from Corey, she said that she had a horse that needed some help. Sam had shown up to her ranch very underweight. He had no energy, and his health seemed to be continuing to decline at a very rapid pace. Corey and her mother had been to me for readings, and were aware that I also did healing work, and they were desperate to figure out how to help Sam. Would you mind coming out and taking a look at him? Maybe you can get something about what's going on with him, she said. At the time, I was mentoring a group of teenagers, and I had just attuned them all to Reiki. I knew that this would be a perfect place for them to practice their skills. I agreed and scheduled a time for the kids and I to drive out to Corey's place the following weekend. When we arrived at the stables, Corey walked us into the barn. She began to fill us in on Sam's condition and warned us that it was bad. As I mentioned before, Sam was only a boarder at the stables. His owner paid Corey to feed and care for him. And Corey explained that she had talked with Sam's owner on several occasions and expressed her concern about his condition and that he continued to decline. But his owner would not take any action. We didn't know it at the time, but Sam had been diagnosed with Lyme disease, a very debilitating disease that is quite expensive to treat in horses. He's really bad, Corey told me. I just want you to be prepared for what you're going to see. The kids and I waited in the barn as Corey went out to the field to get Sam. I remember calling all of my angels in to surround us at that moment and asking them to guide me. Please guide me and show me what to do, I remember saying quietly in my head. I knew that the angels were with us, and I was confident that we could help Sam somehow. Just tune into your abilities as healers, I told the kids. You will know what to do. A few minutes later, Corey entered the barn with Sam in tow. He was wearing a nice blanket as it was late fall and was getting a bit chilly outside. Corey walked him to the middle of the stables, tied him to a post, and gently removed his blanket. As I looked at Sam, my heart began to break. He was emaciated and appeared to be quite weak. Instead of holding his head upright and high like most horses, Sam's hung low. His eyes were dull, and my heart went out to this broken-down shell of a horse standing in front of me. 
the kids and I began talking to Sam and stroking his coat. And I was absolutely amazed as the children began working on Sam. One was giving him Reiki as she stroked his head in the area of the crown chakra and the third eye. Another was gently brushing him as she whispered loving messages in his ears. One of the boys in the group kneeled down, closed his eyes, and began giving Reiki to Sam's knees. I was in awe. They were following their inner guidance and knew exactly what to do. As I began to lay my hands on Sam, asking for any guidance, I became overwhelmed with emotion. He has no spirit, I said as tears came to my eyes. He has no purpose. He has no will to live because he has no purpose, I continued. He feels like he's been thrown away. Tears began to flow as I felt Sam's anguish. I stepped away and walked into a nearby room, trying to get myself together. Corey came into the office to see if I was okay. I just don't want the kids to see me this upset, I told her. I regained my composure after a few minutes and headed out to where Sam was standing. I put my hands on Sam once again and began infusing him with healing energy. As I moved around his body, stopping where I felt guided to, I noticed something unusual on his neck. I called Corey over to take a look at what I had discovered. Sam has an infinity symbol on his neck, I said while pointing to what I had found. Oh my gosh, she replied. He sure does. Corey assured me that it wasn't a branding mark and walked me toward his back end to show me where his brand had been placed on his hindquarters. That is crazy, I said as I walked up to take a look at the symbol on his neck once again. This is a sign that something amazing is going to happen. I just know it. Although I had no idea what it meant at the time, I knew that there were things happening behind the scenes that we would all become aware of when it was time for them to be revealed to us. The kids were having a ball with Sam and had even braided his tail. You could feel all of the love they were pouring into him. John, the one who had been giving Reiki to Sam's knees, looked up at me and said, I think it's done, indicating that Sam had received the Reiki he needed that day. I told Corey that we would come back to work on Sam again very soon. I wasn't sure when, but I felt that I would be guided as to what to do next. I said a closing prayer, asking the angels to watch over Sam and help him with his healing. We said our goodbyes, and the children and I headed home. The ride home was such a delight. The kids talked about their experience with Sam, sharing things that had happened while they worked on him. They were amazed at how they knew exactly where to put their hands 
I told them how proud I was of them and that they had done an amazing job tuning into their own inner guidance. They all seemed proud of themselves, but more importantly, they realized that they had just done something truly amazing. They were healers, and they knew what it felt like to tap into their innate healing abilities, and they couldn't wait to do it again. As I returned home, I just couldn't seem to get Sam off my mind. I thought about him constantly and continued to ask my angels and guides for any guidance. One day, as I was meditating, I got a message. I was to attune Sam to Reiki. What? I asked, as I had no idea how I was supposed to do that. You will know what to do, was the response that I received. I called Corey and scheduled to go see Sam the following weekend. I'm coming by myself, I told her. I'm supposed to do this alone this time. I will be attuning Sam to Reiki. As the next few days went by, I began to receive visions of how I was to attune Sam to Reiki. I saw myself working in the area of his head and on his back. Horses heal by the way of their back, is what I heard inside of my head. Hmm, I thought. That makes sense. I had a plan, and I was eager to carry it out. Saturday rolled around, and I found myself both excited and nervous as I headed to Phoenix Rising Stables once again. I wasn't sure why I felt so nervous, but I knew deep down that something big was going to happen. As I prepared for the drive, which was about 45 minutes from my home, I was guided to take a gift for Sam. I had a few feathers that I had had bound in leather and beads. I was to take it to Sam and hang it on his halter. Although I didn't know exactly who was telling me to do this, I knew that there were Native Americans helping Sam with his healing. I had seen them drumming at Corey's land before, and I knew they were a powerful bunch. The feathers would be their symbol that they were watching over him. I found out later on that many Native Americans had traveled over the land where Sam was being boarded. I wasn't surprised that they wanted to help with the healing of this beautiful animal. As I drove the 45 minutes from my home to the stables, I continued to receive guidance as to what I was supposed to do once I got there. I was to attune all of the horses, not just Sam, as they would now be known as the healing horses of Phoenix Rising Stables. I can't begin to describe what was going on inside of me. I was so excited at hearing this that I actually had to pull over and walk around a bit to get grounded. I couldn't wait to tell Corey that I was going to attune all of her horses. I knew she would be so thrilled, as she often worked with children with disabilities, teaching them to ride. This made so much sense to me. 
the horses of Phoenix Rising Stables would be healing the children and adults who rode them in more ways than one. Corey and her mother, Dorothy, greeted me when I arrived. I told them what I had been guided to do and that I wanted to attune all of the horses. It will not only benefit the horses, but will also benefit anyone who rides them, I explained. They were thrilled and couldn't wait to get started. We decided that the best way for me to attune each horse was to bring them into the barn individually. Corey and Dorothy would bring each horse in one by one, where they would receive their attunement from me. Then they would be led out to the pasture, bringing the next horse in with them when they returned. Corey walked into the barn with the first horse to be attuned, Jazz. Jazz had taken a liking to Sam and had stepped in as sort of a, an overseer. He always had to know where Sam was, and from what I was told, the feelings were very mutual for Sam. Corey tied Jazz up, and she and her mother headed into the office as they wanted to give me some privacy as I attuned the horses. The attunements went smoothly and easily. It was a beautiful experience, and I knew exactly what to do, just as I had been guided I would. I felt so connected to each and every one of the horses as I attuned them with the Reiki symbols. They stood calmly and quietly, without moving at all, as if they knew what was happening. At the beginning of the attunements, each of them looked back in my direction, as if to say, I'm ready. It was obvious that they were willing participants, as they accepted the attunements in such a calm and gentle manner. When I had finished with all of the attunements and the last horse had been led back out to the pasture, Corey and Dorothy came into the barn where I was gathering my things. As they approached, they asked a very interesting question. We were wondering if you heard any music during the attunements. I told them that I hadn't heard any music at all, and they proceeded to tell me that they had heard music on two different occasions during the attunements. Corey described it as sounding like church music. Her mother agreed and said that it sounded like organ music or something you would hear in a church almost angelic. I told them that I didn't hear any music and that it must have been something just for them to hear. I guess that's something special for you, I told them. We all smiled and shrugged our shoulders as we finished gathering up my things. We agreed that something definitely seemed different. There's just something in the air, I said. It's a good feeling. Now we would just have to wait and see if anything would change with Sam. I turned to Corey and Dorothy and said, The healing has begun, as that was the guidance I was receiving at that very moment. Sam is a champion, I told them. He was a champion once before, and he will be a champion again. 
The words just seemed to flow out of my mouth as I spoke. I knew that this was guidance from above, and I knew that we were to trust that it was so. The messages continued to flow, and I looked at Dorothy and asked, You know that song, We Are the Champions? And she nodded her head yes. Well, you're supposed to sing that song to Sam. We all just started laughing at what I was asking her to do. No, really, sing it to him every day and tell him over and over that he is a champion. The angels say that it's very important that you do this. I'll do it, Dorothy replied. I had such a peaceful and loving feeling inside as I drove home that evening. I just loved working with the horses that day and knew that I wanted to do more of it. I knew that they had filled me up with as much love and light as I had given to them. I felt at peace and I had hope in my heart. I knew that there was a miracle coming for Sam and I couldn't wait for it to unfold. Thank you, angels, for helping me today. Thank you for guiding me as to what to do and what to say. Thank you for always being there for me, I said as I drove away. I received a message from Corey the next day. She reminded me of the music that they had heard the day before. Well, she said, my grandmother passed away yesterday, and my mom and I figured out that it happened right around the time we heard that music. I was floored, to say the least. Oh, Corey, I am so sorry for your loss. I was lost for words for a few moments. But then added, what an amazing gift. You and your mother were able to hear the angels calling your grandmother home. Corey said that that was exactly what she and her mother had thought when they received the news. We were all amazed at what had happened, and I knew that the angels had helped to bring their beloved home. The choirs of angels had sung so loudly that Corey and her mother were able to hear them. And they could rest easy knowing that their beloved mother and grandmother was resting safely in the angels' arms. Over the next few weeks, I found myself thinking about Sam all the time. I would pray for him and send him healing energy and ask the angels to watch over him. I felt so connected to him and couldn't help but wonder if we had met before in a past life. I would tear up at the thought of losing Sam and would immediately say, cancel, clear, delete, when those thoughts would creep in. And I would re replace them with things like, thank you for giving Sam a miracle. I would check in with Corey periodically and she would report that Sam was getting stronger and that he was gaining weight. She was happy to report that he had had so much more energy and was beginning to act like a horse again. I grew eager to see Sam's progress and scheduled a time to go and see him once again.
I took one of the kids from Team Halo, that group of teens that I mentored, with me on the trip that time. John went with me as he had such a bond with Sam. He's the young man that knelt down and gave Reiki to Sam's knees. I felt it was important for John to see Sam, as he had also expressed feeling such a deep connection with him. We made our way to the ranch and couldn't wait to see our friend once again. As we pulled into the driveway, we noticed all of the horses grazing in the field above the barn. We looked for Sam, and we were surprised when we realized that he had gained enough weight that he blended in with the other horses. We both had trouble spotting him at first. Corey and Dorothy greeted us as we got out of our car. I can't wait to see Sam, I told them both. Corey asked John if he wanted to go with her to get Sam, and he gladly accepted. I waited eagerly in the barn with Dorothy, and after a few minutes, John walked into the barn with Sam. He was beautiful. He had filled out, and his coat was full and shiny, far from the emaciated body and dull coat he wore just a few weeks before. I walked over and touched Sam's forehead. We locked eyes, and I could feel his gratitude. His spirit is back, I told Corey as tears welled up in my eyes. I had no idea why I felt so connected to this horse, but I knew that we had met before. I loved him so much, and I knew the feeling was mutual. John and I enjoyed our time with Sam that day. We brushed him and gave him treats. And Corey told me that someone was coming to look at him that day, someone who might be interested in adopting him. As Corey spoke, that movie that often plays in my head began to roll. There's a young girl that's looking for Sam, I said. He belongs with her. They're supposed to be together. Corey looked at me with hopeful eyes. She wanted desperately to find him a wonderful home and out of the hands of his current owner, who had tried to sell him when he was so sick. Dorothy motioned with her arm and called me over to Sam's stall. I just have to show you something, she said. Dorothy was pointing at a small piece of paper that was tacked up on Sam's stall door. It read, Be the champion you were meant to be. That's the song you told me to sing to Sam, remember? she asked. Yes, I do, I remember, I replied. Well, I sing that song to him every single day. And one evening, when Corey and I went out for dinner, this was the message in my fortune cookie. Oh my gosh, I said as I began giggling. Talk about getting validation. We smiled at each other as we knew deep down that there was something magical going on with Sam. We knew that there was something or someone bigger than us working on his behalf, and we knew that he was going to be okay. As John and I got ready to leave, 
I looked at Corey and Dorothy and told them that the love they had given to Sam had helped him heal. You are both so amazing, I said. You have no idea how happy the angels are. You saved this precious soul, and they will be forever grateful for your love and generosity. As John and I got in the car, I turned to Corey and her mother and said, The girl who is coming for Sam will love him unconditionally. They are meant to be together, and the angels are arranging everything. Corey and her mother both grinned from ear to ear, as they knew in their hearts that what I was saying was true. Over the next couple of weeks, I prayed and prayed that Sam's new owner would find him easily. It didn't take long before I received a phone call from Corey. Sam is being adopted, she said. The young girl you told us about came to see him and fell in love with him instantly. I'll have to admit, I was extremely happy that Sam had found his new owner, but I was also very sad. I knew that I would have to say goodbye to Sam, and that was not going to be easy. Over those very short few months, I had grown quite attached to him. I'm so happy, I managed to say while choking back tears. Corey continued and told me that Sam had taken to the young girl immediately as well. It's as if they've always been together, she said. As desperately as I tried, I couldn't fight the tears back. It'll be hard to see him go, I told her. But I know he's going to be with whom he's supposed to be. After we hung up, I asked the angels, and in particular, Archangel Michael, to come and help me cut any cords to Sam. Thank you for helping him get to his perfect home, I prayed. Now help me let go of him so that we can both move forward. I went to see Sam one last time before he went to his new home. It had been several weeks since I had seen him, and I had no idea what to expect. As I drove up to the barn, I looked around at all of the horses. I couldn't figure out which one he was. This had been easy in the past, as he had been the skinny one, with patches of hair missing throughout his coat. As I reached the top of the drive and pulled in next to the barn, one of the horses looked up and turned in my direction. It was Sam. He was absolutely stunning, his coat so shiny and smooth. He was no longer thin and was full of defined muscles. He stood tall and proud, just like all of the other horses. Tears began to flow down my cheeks, and I felt so much love for him. I was so proud of him. He had become the champion that I knew he was. Corey brought Sam over to the barn where I was standing. I just couldn't get over how amazing he looked. He had a confidence and cockiness about him that I had never seen before. It was breathtaking. I stroked his neck a few times and thanked him for the lesson.
Sam had taught me so much, but most of all, to never give up. I hugged Sam one last time before Corey put him back in the pasture. As he entered the yard, he turned and looked back at me as if he was saying thank you. He turned away and ran faster than I had ever seen, like a racehorse, back to the other horses. Sam had his spirit back. He looked like a champion, and I knew that his future was so bright. This is not the last of Sam, I told Corey and her mother. I have a feeling we'll be hearing a lot more about him in the near future. My ride home proved to be a much happier one than I had thought it would be. I envisioned Sam running in the fields and finally feeling like he fit in with the others. I asked the angels to continue watching over him and asked them to remain with him for as long as he needed them. I thanked God and the angels for Sam's miraculous recovery and found myself feeling so full of love and peace. Thank you for allowing me to be a witness to this miraculous healing, I prayed. I will never forget this amazing experience. I am eternally grateful. Corey contacted me with updates on Sam from time to time. His new owner continued to nurture and love him, and she began to train him. She started entering him in competitions, and Sam really began to shine. At the time of my writing my book, Stepping into the Light, Sam had placed and received ribbons in several statewide competitions. He became the true champion that I knew he was. And he validated that with unconditional love and the angel's help, anything is possible. Thank you, Sam. I will never, ever forget you. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping into the Light. Be sure to visit juliatreat.com and click on the Join the Collective page where you can sign up to receive monthly lessons on soul surfing energy amplification, and cultivating your own meditation mojo.